and welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show, where you take enlightened entrepreneurs, coaches, and influencers together to discuss cutting-edge topics in the world of relationships, culture, business, and spirituality. And here's your host, Miss Carol Boston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. I am so excited to be here today. And for those of you that follow me, you know I'm also your weather girl. And I'm looking outside today, OMG, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The last two days, we finally had some cooler weather. Now, it was, it was 69. So you probably think, oh, that's not very cool. <laughs> but the three days prior to, doing, uh, to having two days of cooler weather, we actually set record heat days again. So it has been beautiful today. Uh, yesterday, I was working all day, wishing I was outside. Everybody that I've talked to, I'm like, are you outside in the weather? It's funny how just a little change can make such a big difference. I know for me, when I can walk outside and not sweat, that's a miracle. It feels brisk. It feels invigorating. And yet there were people, believe it or not, it got down to, I think it got down to 60 this morning. There were people that had jackets on and thought it was cold. It's all in what? Our perception. It's all in what we tell ourselves. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. We're going to be pulling from our Until Today book. Um, We might pull a little bit from Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich book. But we're going to be talking today about not only perception, what are we telling ourselves, right? And who are we being? So for the last, I think we're on day 15 now, day 15, two and a half weeks. Um, Because we take Sundays off. I've been in a boot camp about discipline. It is a discipline boot camp every morning at 530 without fail. And interestingly enough, we started off with about 150 people on the call. This is um, put on by the Napoleon Hill Institute. And Napoleon Hill was the gentleman, for those of you who don't know, who wrote the book Think and Grow Rich. Now, I'm always honest with you guys. I'm reading this book, but I have not read the whole book and I've had it for some time. Um, I do find parts of it a bit challenging. I know people who are highly, highly, I mean, multi, multi, multi millionaires in business who read this book constantly. I know one lady who's read it 15 times front to back. She says that she changes over the years, her business changes over the years, and she learns something new all the time, something that she can implement from this book. Um, So part of the discipline is, what are you willing to do? And who are you willing to be? So I also listened to a guy last week, Jim Fortin, whom I had never heard of. And he was going to be talking on the Do Have Leadership. I'm like, oh my God, that's what I talk on. Let me go learn from a guy who's been doing it 20 years longer than me. And uh, quite fascinating. Once again, he literally had like 650 people on the Zoom the first day. Think about it. I'd never heard of him. I'm in this space. What does that tell you? What does it tell me? There's abundance. There's enough for all of us. We just get to find our tribe, be visible, and get into action. There's enough for all of us. If a guy that I've never heard of can put 650 people on a Zoom call, one of the coaches I follow has about a six, six to $7 million business. And I think everybody's heard of her. I'm shocked sometimes. I go, you haven't heard of her? And they're like, no, who is that? (laughs) 
So we get in our own little bubble in our own little world and we think that everything else is the same, but it isn't. So one of the things we've talked about um, last Friday in the uh, Be, Do, Have Leadership was about confidence. Now, you know, my other show called Carol's Courage to Confidence Corner, and I'm all about confidence. We've talked about confidence is not a feeling. Confidence is a decision to act. But he gave it a little bit of a different twist. And if you're running a business, you're trying to grow a business, um, maybe you've got a full-time job and you think you want to start a business, but you're afraid for whatever the reason, oh, I'm just not confident, right? One of the things he said, he says it differently, but we teach the same thing. We just say it differently, which is really cool. And he said, the root word for confidence is confide. And the Latin derivative for confide is what? to trust. So confidence is really about trusting yourself. And if you trust yourself, you'll get into action. Yes. But oftentimes we don't understand that the reason we don't trust ourselves is we don't keep our word to ourselves. Come on. Who's with me out there? Let me, let me go over here to the comments and see if we got somebody's going to show up and chat with us today. Sometimes we just have voyeurs. I have a lot of voyeurs on my other show. I literally run into people um, out in public, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, I love your show. I'm like, I didn't know you were there. Hmm. What's compelling them to hide? What's compelling you to hide if you're trying to get your business out there, right? In the old days, it was no like and trust. In today's world, because of the internet <clears throat> and Zoom and all the COVID stuff that happened, it's get seen, get heard, get paid. Are you being seen? Are you being visible enough? And I had a call two days ago with a lady who is effusive, loving what I stand for, loving my values, loving what I teach, blah, 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 blah. And she said, you're not getting seen enough. And I want you to think about that. I have two live shows, but they're once a week. She said, no, 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 no. You get to be on bigger stages and you get to be seen more often. So just like you, I'm in my jar and I'm thinking oh, I'm being visible, but it, I could be a lot more visible. And so one of the things I'm grateful for today is that I have people that are outside of my jar that see me, see the gifts that I have, and they want me to express those gifts in a bigger way. How about you? That's what I do for my clients. That's why I say every good coach has got to have a good coach. Can't read the label when you're inside the jar. And we're all in a jar. You've heard me say it. Are you ready to get out of your jar? Today on the boot camp, she also talked about desire. And the Latin root word for desire, desir, is of the Father. Now, whether you believe in God or the universe or Allah, whoever you believe in, your higher power, the desires of your heart do what they come from the Father, of the Father. But are you clear on what you're desiring? And are you consistent with it? So I know one of the things that I have been learning to teach myself is to do daily visualizations because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between the real thing and the fake. Michael Phelps, who knows who Michael Phelps is? Most decorated Olympian of all time. He was a swimmer. And when asked how he prepared, he said that he had visualized it so many times in his mind that he had already won, that it just happened. He completely, his whole energy embodied the fact that he, because he visualized it. 
and he tied a motion to it. He knew that he won. He won. And he went out there and won. Now, I don't know if you guys can hear that banging in the background. And um, I'll come back over here to the chat. And Aruba, you can tell me if it's getting obnoxious. Um, but they're doing renovations. It's taken forever um, in the condo that I'm living in. And um, today's the day they're banging on pipes. So let me know if it's obnoxious. We'll see what we can do. I'm hoping with this end, it's not a big deal. So confidence. Confidence. But Carol, what if? I have a client I'm getting ready to fire. Getting ready to fire. And one of my questions to her is, what if you did the work and it actually turned out the way you wanted to? What if? Because her what ifs are all in the other direction. What if you actually did the work and got the results you wanted? What would happen then? Too afraid. Afraid to pick up the phone. Afraid to make a cold call. Afraid to do a webinar, be seen, go live. And it's not that she's not talented, right? She's just never had to get her own clients. She had a corporation who got all of her clients for her when she did her teaching and training. What are you willing to do? Normally we have guests. It's the, what is this? The second or the third Wednesday? The 18th must be the third Wednesday. Um, and we missed me on the... We missed me. That's funny. Um, I missed being on by myself on the first Wednesday because of all the horrible construction noise that we agreed was too much. Um, and here we are again. But we had some amazing, amazing guests last week. And if you didn't get a chance to see that, please go back and watch hashtag replay. I had another lady that came and watched me on my page, Carol's Courage to Confidence show on Mondays at noon. And she talked about how good that conversation was and how she loved having both of those people on there. So I know people are watching. I know you're out there. Who are you being? We get to be, do, have. Be, do, have. And are you consistent in who you're being? Don't worry. I get to, I'm, I'm preaching to me too, right? There are things that I get to check myself on that I do them, but do I do them consistently? Do I do them every day consistently? Do I do them to my best every day consistently? Get seen, get heard, get paid. Cannot be intermittent. So for me, being seen on two different platforms, if you will, once a week, that's not enough visibility. It isn't enough. So I get to start developing some 30-second clips. I actually have my first speaker reel that's been professionally done that I sent over. And uh, I'm going to be speaking at a large corporation on November 1st and November 2nd called JM Family. You can look them up, JM Automotive, large corporation. I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to be speaking at NABO, the National Association for Women Business Owners on November the 9th. That's visibility. And what I get to learn is I love that kind of visibility the most when I'm live in person in front of an audience. So I don't do it as consistently when it's like this. I show up here every week. I show up at my other show every week for almost three years. But what do I get to do? So I'm telling you all that because how does it translate into who I'm being? Who am I being? What are my top three ways of being? Who remembers those, right? My contract with myself is I'm a powerful, courageous, loving leader. So if I'm being inconsistent, I'm not being powerful. 
if I'm not stepping on the new platforms, guess what? I'm not being courageous. And I get to check myself on that to get to keep myself in front of it. Does that make sense? Let me know in the comments, right? So today we're going to hop in real quick. We're going to see what Ayanna Von Zahn has to tell us. Now, we've been talking about having the desires of your heart, the root word of desire, having the confidence to go after them, doing it consistently. Napoleon Hill is all about visualization because the subconscious does not know the difference between what is false and what is true. It knows what we tell it. It knows what we give it. It knows what we focus on. What are we focused on? Are we focused on, oh, it's too hard. Oh, this isn't going to work. Oh, what if nobody likes me? What if they laugh at me? What if you did it and you knocked it out of the ballpark and were a big success? Think about it. So this month's theme is I will realize my own worth when I accept dot, dot, dot. And today's is when I accept what I tell myself I am, I am. I am has to do with your ways of being. Your self-worth and sense of worthiness begin with the belief and understanding that you are not a victim. When you know who you are and whose you are, you cannot be a victim. Sure, things happen to you. There are people who have dishonored you. You may have been born into circumstances that put you behind the so-called eight ball. You may have been rejected or molested. You may have been afflicted with mental, emotional, or spiritual dysfunction. None of this makes you a victim. As long as you believe it does, it will, right? And so be it. I really help my clients with effective, empowering language because we create as we speak. And often we're creating the very thing that we say we don't want. In the Yoruba culture, the story of, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because I can't do it. In Yoruba, the story of Odie is a case against victimization. Odie's brothers lied to him and set him up to be murdered. Through prayer and meditation, Odie was warned. He left his homeland and instead of being killed, found wealth and riches in another village. The biblical story of Joseph is another case against victimization. Joseph's brothers threw him into a well and sold him into slavery. They also told their father Isaac that Joseph was dead. Mm. Joseph served as a slave and eventually became captain of the king's army. In that position, he was able to save his family, including his brothers, from starvation. Like Odie, Joseph knew he was not a victim. What he told his brothers is a mantra for all those who feel they have been victimized. Here was his mantra. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. A lot of the struggles and challenges that we go through in our lives, in our relationships, in growing our businesses, they're there to make us stronger. If we didn't have to face anything, we would never grow. We wouldn't have to learn anything new. And we would just, I guess, kind of be stagnant. And it's hard to be stagnant. You're either growing or you're not. And if you're not, you're pretty much going backwards. Who wants to go backwards? Right? People have a propensity to do mean, mindless, irrational, irresponsible, and unloving things. You know that. So rather than asking why, and we know that's a disempowering question, ask, how can I use this for my own growth? What one thing are you trying to teach me? What is the lesson that if I were to learn it right now, I wouldn't have to do it again? Ooh. How many of us have repeated the same thing over and over before we got the lesson? 
now, on the one hand, that's a good thing that in God's school, you get a lot of chances, right? You got a lot of chances to get it right. It's not like when you go to school, school, and if you get an F, you get an F. <laughs> you fail. Until today, you may not have realized that you have the power to reshape and redefine any experience, no matter how devastating it seems. Just for today, take off the cloak of victimization, look at your experience, and ask the Holy Spirit to show you how to use it for something good. Today, I'm opening my mind and my heart to the power of recreation. You see, we get to create our lives. And what we don't want to look at is that the very life we have right now, the very life I have, the very life you have, you created it. Oh, no, no, Carol, I didn't do that. I didn't want that. Here's what Napoleon Hill says about that. <clears throat> Brain doesn't operate in a vacuum. It doesn't operate in a void. So if you're not constantly focused on the true desire that you want, Subconscious is going to go find things to fill the brain up with, to fill your life up with. It's true. First time I heard that, I didn't like it either. Because when I first heard that a few years ago, I didn't like where my life was. It's true, though. I was like, that's not true, but it is. It is. Because at the time, I had the things that I said I didn't want due to what? My lack of consistent action. And in some areas of my life, it was complete inaction. Ah, I don't want to date, right? Just total inaction. Even though I, I'm great in a relationship, I make a great wife, right? But I wasn't taking action. So my life was filled with what? No dates. Who can relate? Come on, who can relate with me here? Everybody's being quiet today. Everybody's being quiet. It's okay. I'll talk. I can hear myself talk because I preach to me a lot, which is good. I get to learn. Oftentimes we don't want to learn, do we? That's one of the cool things about this show is we bring in neat people with completely different viewpoints and nobody's right or wrong. Everybody just is. And we get to choose. Do I want to follow that and do that? Or do I want to follow that? Or maybe I have guests on and nothing on the show works for you. But guess what? Guess what? You learned something. You learned what wouldn't work for you. Had someone tell me at the luncheon, I was at, oh, God, Carol. It's like I ran into a brick wall. I got this problem. And I ran into a brick wall and it's just stopping me. And I said, the brick wall is not there to stop you. Brick walls are there to see who is has the strongest desire to figure out how to go around the wall, over it, or through it. What are you willing to do to have to say what you want? Oops, we forgot a part. It's who are you willing to be? Who do you get to be in order to do what you get to do to have what you say you want? It's mindset and it's paradigm change, right? And yeah, most of my clients, they make a lot more money in their business. Some of them have doubled or tripled the income in their business. But this is a lot of the work that we do in order for them to be the leader in their business so that they can do the business to have what they say they want. Who are you being? Who are you being? Another thing I help my clients with is sales. And think about how resistant I was to call myself a sales coach. I spent 26 years as a Fortune 100 sales expert, highly successful, 
when I got my first coaching certification, I was like, I don't want to be a sales coach. I don't want to be a sales coach. And one day somebody said something to me and it made a whole lot of sense. They say, you don't think there's a lot of value in being a sales coach because it comes so easy to you. You think everybody does it just as easily as you do. That made me stop and think, where's that showing up for you? What is something that you do? It's a gift. You do it so easily. Or maybe you've honed that skill for years and you don't value it enough because that's easy, right? Those are the things we get to share with others. We get to be there for others. We get to pay it forward. If you're watching this on hashtag replay, please put it in uh, the comments and let me know um, some guests that you might like to have on the show. We're happy to reach out to them. Let me know some topics that you want to cover. Who are we being? Had a great speaker at our luncheon today. She's a friend of mine, Bridget Hom. She wrote the book Stuck on Ready, which I'm reading. And I love her thought behind that because how many of us spend a lot of time, we're getting ready to get ready to get ready. Oh yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting ready to do my live show. I'm getting ready to have a funnel. I'm getting ready to have a website. I'm getting ready to get on stage and speak. And we spend all this time getting ready. What if you were just stuck on ready? And when the opportunity came, you made a decision and you took action without judgment. What if? When we decide the answer ahead of time, we narrow the possibilities. What else is possible today? The most powerful of all empowering questions. Are you willing to set your intention and ask that question around what you really, really want? And honestly, there was a time for me when I just quit dreaming. I didn't know what my desires were anymore. So I didn't have a vision. And I went through this phase. And I'm grateful for the person who introduced me to Think and Grow Rich. And I'm grateful for the new people that I have in my life. Like, uh -uh -uh. That's just passing. It's not where you're going to stay. It's temporary. Because having a vision, having dreams and goals, it's like a muscle that you can exercise. When you don't use it, it goes dormant. And that's what happened to mine. It just went dormant. I was just in the day-to-day -day drudgery, right? Who's been there with me? Put Yana in the comments. You are not alone, right? We've all been there. Are we willing to admit it? I don't know. And if you've been watching this show, I would love for you to put a comment. If you don't want to put it here, uh, send me a private message and let me know what one thing that I've brought up that I've been teaching on, that if I were to really deep dive into a group program, you'd say, oh, I'm in that group. Because I've got a couple of them I'm already working on from people who said, yeah, I'd absolutely pay for that. Right, let's do a group. Working on those. Right. Down the road, I'm going to be introducing you to a new system. A new way. It's called B-A-N-K. Looks like bank pronounced like bank, but it's an acronym for four different styles. You'll know exactly why people buy and how to get them to buy. Who wouldn't love that? Who wouldn't love that? Scientifically proven. Scientifically proven. So I'm excited about that. Lots of new changes coming up. I'm going to give a shout out to Aruba. 
my techie guru behind the scene who does amazing things. I'm going to get a, give a shout out to Jeff Purdue Atkins who did that amazing intro for me. And the intro says we talk about cutting edge things. Now, some people don't think that empowering questions are cutting edge and other people think I'm really woo woo. <laughs> they say you're out there, right? I've had clients who work with me and they told me that. And at the end of their time working with me, you know what they said? Hashtag TSW, hashtag TSW. This shit works. But it's not necessarily mainstream. If being mainstream and doing what everybody else is doing has gotten you where you are and it's not where you want to be, would you be open to trying something new? Think about it. What's the worst that could happen? What's the best that could happen? Forget about the worst. What's the best that could happen? What if you stayed and did the work and it worked out? Let's start looking at the what ifs, the possibilities. One of the things I love about this discipline camp I'm in, every morning we write down 10 things that we're grateful for and not the same 10 things. And one of the things I help my clients with, if you're willing to get into greater gratitude, because God and the universe honor what we focus on. And if we're focused on things we're grateful for, we're going to get more things to be grateful for or more people or whatever it is your intention is, right? More to be grateful for. It's energy likes energy, right? Someone who's always saying, I'm, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not good enough. I'll ever do that. The universe is like, yeah, I'm not even going to send you any opportunities because you don't believe you can. <laughs> we don't know. And I'm still learning how powerful our mind really is. And it's why I do a lot of mindset work with my clients to get them to think differently. Right. Change your language. You'll change your mindset and you will change your outcomes. Who's ready for some change, some explosive outcomes. I would love to help you do that. Let's connect. I'm going to start being popping up, being visible other places. Let me know when you see me. Jeff and I are going to put together some 30 second clips. And let's make a difference in the world. I've loved being here today. I trust and I hope that you have found value in some of the things that I shared, not only from me, but from Napoleon and from Ayanna Van Zandt. Who do you get to be? It's be, do, have leadership. Honestly, there's a lot of people doing stuff and maybe they have a lot of money, but they're assholes and you don't even want to be around them. Who are they being? Because here's the thing, folks. Money is a magnifier. If you're a jerk, you're just going to be a bigger jerk with a lot more money. If you're good and you're kind, you're honest, you're trustworthy, you're giving, you're going to be that much more so when your business takes off. Let's get that business take off. Let's get it and do it together. This has been Carol Boston. This has been the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. And yeah, I'm going to work on that cutting edge stuff a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe not stay too mainstream. I don't know. I just love being here with you guys. I trust you found value in today. Let me know. Thank you again, Aruba. Come back next week. I don't know who the guests are. I always show up and it's a surprise, a surprise and I love that because it keeps everything fresh and clean. I hope each and every one of you have a blessed week. And here's one thing that Earl Nightingale says. He said, if you do this for 30 days, consistency, it'll change your life. Every person that you speak to, every person, so you get to be alert and aware. 
every person that you speak to every day for 30 days, treat them like they were the most important person in the whole world. Because to them, that's who they are. You'll change your language, change your life and change your outcomes. Blessings. Make it a great week and we will see you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Into the Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by Life Coach Today magazine, empowering your health, your business, your community, your life. Check out the latest issue today at lifecoachtoday.com. Everyone here at the True Awesome Network asks you to please subscribe, 